Ali got a call from one of the offices over at the university. He said, Ali, there's something weird happened here. I wouldn't normally call a private eye, but it's just really weird. You see, it's something has taken bites out of several of our lamps. I said, bites? I said, yeah. I mean, that's what it looks like. Like, someone, I mean, not a human. The, the hole's the wrong size for a human mouth. Uh, yeah, I mean, you just have to come and see it. I, I don't quite understand it myself enough to explain it. I said, all right, all right. Um, I can I can be over there this afternoon. I said, great, thank you. So I went over there that afternoon, got myself a coffee from the coffee shop at the library on the way. This is in the, um, the chemistry building. I said, so here's... So we came in this morning, and... Well, just look. And I looked. And there were several lamps on people's desks and a floor lamp in the office, and they all had big, just chomps out of them. The floor lamp, the, um, like the riser, the, the pole, a big chunk missing out of the middle, and it was, you know, the top was flopped down on the ground, and the little foot part also had a chunk missing. And the lamps, they were metal also. Uh, and they just had chunks missing out of their sides. It was strange. I said, Does this, you don't have a, a magnifying glass or something like that? I said, ah, I don't think I do, but over in the teaching lab, it's not a micro... There, there's a bunch of microscopes in the teaching lab next door. Would that, would that work? I said, it would work if you don't mind me breaking off a piece of this chewed-on, bitten lamp. I said, uh, no, that's fine. If you think you can break off a piece and look under under a microscope, that would work for you. That's, that's already damaged. It's already ruined. So, carefully with the pliers that Ollie had found in the office there, he broke off a piece. Because he wanted to look at the bite marks under a microscope. So they didn't, they didn't look like normal bite marks. So I took it over to the to the lab next door. One of the um, administrators there came with him. And he put it under a, a low-power microscope. And had nothing crazy, just a regular optical microscope. He's up there, guy in focus. Oh, excuse me. I said, huh. Look at that. What? What are you seeing? If you really zoom in, the bite marks, they aren't round like normal teeth. They're all, all the edges are square. It's square. Yeah. And it looks like, it looks pixelated almost. Can I see? I said, sure, sure, take a look. I said, oh, I see what you mean. It looks like, it looks like something out of a computer game. I said, yeah, it's weird. Let's go back into the office. And they looked around at the office. I said, so this lamp here, I said, this, this one's actually broken. I said, yeah, it looks like whatever it was bit into the wiring as well. And that shorted out the lamp. I said, huh. 
And I started looking around. I'm looking around. And then he noticed something. Kind of under the desk. There was a, that lamp was on. So a little metal thing. Reached down and picked it up. There was this little cube. Except there wasn't a perfectly smooth cube. It had, I was pretty sure that it had, yeah, six little legs. And there were some other features. I said, let's, um, we go back to the lab, I need to take a closer look at this. So they went, and I looked, and this thing, it had a little, little tiny light blinking. And it was moving a little bit. It was a little tiny robot. About the size of uh, a pea, roughly. About the size of a pea. And it had a little mouth. And the little mouth was moving. And the legs were moving too. But there was clearly something wrong with them. They weren't moving well. They weren't moving in a coordinated way, so it wasn't doing anything. I said, huh. Elsa, Elsa, no, you may not come in here and be disruptive. Absolutely not. No, Elsa. You can give her a kiss. Can oh. I no, so that's not going to work. No. You can give her a kiss or something like that. Elsa, Elsa, no, no. That's never worked. That's only caused problems in the past. Don't slam your fist into my crotch, please. That hurts. All right. Um, so Ollie grabbed a vial, like a glass vial that was on the shelf there. Do oh, you mind if I take this to put the thing in? I said, no, I don't mind. So I put it in there and closed it up tight. I said, all right. I've got a friend down in the computer science department. And uh, I'm going to go see what he thinks about this. So Ollie went down to, to his friend in the computer science department and brought it to him. I said, oh, that's very interesting. It's a little, it's a little robot. Where did you find this? I said, it was over in the chemistry department. In an office where some, some, <coughs> some lamps looked like they'd been, <coughs> excuse me, some looked like they'd been bitten. Chunks chewed out of them. Really? That's very strange. Well, let me take a look. Um, I'm in the middle of a, grading a paper right now. Can I get back to you in like mm, two hours? I said, sure, it'll be fine. Yeah, it doesn't seem to be an active tiny robot infestation. Okay, I'll let you know what I find out. You got your phone on you? I said, yeah, yeah, thanks, thanks, Milt. I said, no problem. Actually kind of interesting. I'm intrigued to see what it is. So I went back to the chemistry lab, and he's looking around there trying to find if there are any more of these little robots or whatever, <clears throat> when he heard a scream. I rushed out of the office and ran down the hall to follow the sound of the scream. It was there in the, um, it was one of the analytical labs in the, in the mass spectrometry lab. I swung the door open. 
and there was a, one of the students there. And when she saw all she pointed, and there, eating, it's the only word you could use to describe it, one of the instruments. But it looked like, I mean, all I knew what it was as soon as you saw it. There's a bunch of those tiny robots. But they were all swarming and moving and chewing and gnawing and eating and moving around each other. So it looked, how would that look like? looked almost like water, except that it wasn't flowing like water does. It was flowing up and around this instrument. So what happened? I don't know. They just came out of somewhere. I'm not sure. I felt that I might, one of them go across my shoe. When I looked down, they were chewing on the cables. And they made their weapon. Now they're eating the machine, and I don't know what to do. They're, it's, I don't know what's going on at all. It's freaky. I said, it is freaky. I agree completely. Um, she said, it went over your shoe. Did it, did it bite your shoe? I said, no. I said, all right. Do you have any empty vials? I said, um, um, yeah, here, you can have this one. It's, it's got a little bit of acetone in it, and that's it. I spun the top off, poured out the acetone. And he reached over. To where all the things were swarming, and he scooped them into the vial and closed the lid tightly. Now those little robots, they were not as passive. They started, you know, flailing around inside the jar, inside the, the vial. And, um, you know, trying to eat at the lid. I said, I think you should go. Go somewhere safe. I need to get this over to somebody a few buildings away. Quickly, before they get through. So Ollie ran. Knocked on the door. Milt's office. Said, Milt, I've got some more of them, and these ones these ones aren't damaged. Said, oh, okay. Um, but I'm still in the middle of a well, let's take a look. Ollie handed over the vial. Said, oh, they're Oh, they're about to escape. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, Milt could see that the, they were eating their way through the lid now. But Milt thought quickly. He had a, a desiccation jar, which is glass and glass. Because they didn't seem to be eating through the glass. He poured out the contents of it. Wasn't much in there. And put the vial inside. Closed it up tight. Which is good. Because not 30 seconds later... They made it through the lid and came pouring out of there. I mean, there were only like 10 of them in there. Not even 10, like five, let's say five. But they tore their way out of the lid of the vial, which was plastic and metal. Started making their way around. There was a little piece of tin foil had been left inside, aluminum foil rather. But did they get out the metal? They chewed their way through the metal and the plastic, but not the glass. And there was a little piece of aluminum foil that had, you know, still stuck in there. And one of them rushed over and chewed that up. And then they saw something remarkable. Four of them got together. And they regurgitated bits of metal and plastic and wire that they'd eaten. And one of them gobbled it all up. And then it shuddered and it shook. And it split in two. And then each of the new, each of the other ones 
then built the other half back on each of the half of the one that it split. Where there were five, now there were six. My goodness, it's a self-replicating, not a nano-robot, it's not nano-size, but a self-replicating micro-robot. Eating the components it needs to make another one of itself, and then it replicates, all I said. But how are they being, are they, hold on. You got out a piece of equipment. I need to study these things, Ali. Um, see what you can find by following it. I assume there are more where you found this. I said, yeah, a lot more. Follow them, Ollie. I'll see what I can figure out about these. Ollie ran back to the chemistry lab, where they'd pretty much eaten the whole machine now, and there were more of them. Some of them split off to go and look for their machines. But Ollie noticed a trail of them going back through the wall. Ollie followed it to the other side and saw them coming through the wall, going out the door. In fact, there was a whole trail of them, like a trail of ants. Ollie followed, followed the trail, and followed the trail, and followed the trail. Went down into the basement of one of the buildings nearby. He followed it, and he followed it, and followed it in there. The trail went under a door. The door was locked. But Ollie needed to get in. He saw that the ceiling was a drop ceiling. So he climbed up the wall, kicked his way into the drop ceiling, looked around, and there he saw what he was hoping to see, which was a ventilation register between the hallway and the office. He climbed his way in, got through to the, got through the office that way. Inside was a strange sight. There were thousands of these little micro-robots, all swarming around. And in the middle of them was a strange-looking little man in a dirty white lab coat hunched over a computer with a very powerful looking internet router wireless router beside him unfortunately as it came through the grate it fell out and came clanging onto the ground many robots came over and snarfed it up instantly but the scientist turned around and said what are you doing in here well, I said your robots are destroying equipment in the chemistry department. I don't care. Chemistry is a dead science. Micro-robots. That's what's next. These things are wonderful. Look at them. Look at them. They're self-directing but directable. Self-replicating. I can control everything from here in the computer. I said, but do you know what all of them are doing? I said, I mean, they're all... They have algorithms they're running on. Do you know that a bunch of them, like a, th a thousand of them, are over in the chemistry department eating the mass spec instrumentation? I... No, I did not realize that. They must have been attracted to the magnets. I said, yeah, well, you're causing what I assume is hundreds of thousands of dollars worth of damage to one of your neighboring departments. You've got to shut them down. Shut them down? No, they're working perfectly. They're working... No, this experiment is a wonderful success. I'll finish my experiment. I said, but what about all the damage? I, said, I don't care about the damage. They do their science, I do mine. He turned back to the computer. <clears throat> I was about to try and say something more, and then his text message came on his phone. It was Mel... It said, 
they're controlled by Wi-Fi. Shut down the Wi-Fi. You shut down the bots. I put it in a fair put them in a Faraday cage, and they all just went dormant. The little light turned off. And they're just sitting there now. I took them out of the fair. The little robots that Ollie had captured and brought to the other scientist. And then I, the next text message followed. And then I took them out of the Faraday cage and they, they lit right back up and started moving again. If you'd cut off the wireless signal, it turned them off. I put the phone back away before one of the she didn't want the bugs to eat it. I said you have to turn it off. This isn't the way science works. You don't just set things off into the wild. Especially when you know that they're out, out there doing random damage. You don't just keep going. You've got to turn the experiment off. That's, ah, hold on a second. Let me type some things into the computer. But instead of turning off, the micro-robots started coming toward Ollie. Said, hey, what are you doing? They're not going to hurt you. They're just going to surround you so that you don't do anything. If you don't interfere the experiment, I have plenty of them. When the experiment is done, I will let you go and you can go on your way. I said, you're going to imprison me inside nanorobots. I said, they're not nano, they're just small. Nano would be much, much smaller. I'm working that way, but, but now they're mini robots. But yes, yes, I'm going to imprison you. That's the way you want to think about it. I want that you would interfere with my experiment. Well, I had to think fast. As far as I could see, he only had one option. And it was one he was going to have to send an extra bill to the chemistry department for. Because he took his phone, and with all of his might, he flung it right at the Wi-Fi router. And smash! The phone smashed. The Wi-Fi router smashed. It came flying off the desk. Smashed into the ground. It pulled the monitor off, of, off with it. And as soon as it hit the ground... Listen to what's happening. And as soon as the Wi-Fi router hit the ground, all the little lights on all the little robots turned off. And they all slumped to the ground in a big pile. I said, what have you done? What have you done to my robots? What have you done to my computer? Oh, I didn't hurt the main thing, but what are you doing? What are you, why are you ruining my experiment? I said, you can't destroy everybody else's science just to do yours. And even if I didn't agree with that from a moral standpoint, I've been hired by somebody else to stop the destruction of their property. So here's the deal. I'm going to go now. And I'm going to report what you're doing to the Institutional Review Board. No, 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 please don't, please don't, please don't, please don't. I said, no, 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 no. I'm not getting involved in any weird internal interdepartmental politics. I've got my client and it ain't you. So I suggest you clean up your act and get your case ready because I don't think the Institutional Review Board is going to like this. And I left as the guy was still pleading after him, like, no, 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 I can, I don't, I, I can change the way I do it. And he closed the door. He went back to the chemistry department. I said, I don't think you're going to have this problem anymore, but let me give you the name of the guy who's responsible because all I'd seen the name on the door that he'd, you know, gone through the ceiling to get around. And then he went over to Milt's office again. I said, Milt, thank you so much. Your tip saved the day. I said, yeah, what did you do? I noticed they all collapsed here. 
So well, I smashed his Wi-Fi router. He had a big, powerful computer with a big honking Wi-Fi router on it. So I figured from what you said that if I broke that, they'd all shut down. So I flung my phone at it as hard as I could, smashed it, knocked it off the table, crashed into the ground. They all turned off. Ah, so I guess, I guess the chemistry department throws you a phone. I said, no, actually it survived. I went over there and I picked it back up and it seems to be working fine. Thank you for your help, Mel. Be safe for the day. I did the throwing, but you did the figuring out. I said, no problem. Glad to help. Maybe you owe me a cup of coffee. I said, I could use it. You want me to go? You want to cash in on that coupon now? I could use a break. And that was the case of Ollie and the bitten lamp.